You may have heard that this thing was going on this past Saturday at the Westminster Abbey over in Great Britain. May have heard of what was going on as King Charles III got coronated. A very interesting situation. We have nothing like this uh, in the United States at all. We don't have a royal family that continues as they have children and marriages and goes on through the ages. But in Britain, they hold on to it. They don't have the political power they used to have. They're not the actual leaders of the country, but in terms of just being a center of attention and uh, pomp and circumstance that just represents Britain, they certainly are still the forefront of that. To talk more about what all happened this past weekend, I bring on NC State Professor of Political Science, Andy Taylor. Andy, thanks for uh, being on the show. Thanks for having me, Nate. In a nutshell, what all happened for for those who really don't understand the full process of what what occurred this past weekend? What was what happened on Saturday? How did yeah. the coronation go? Well, it was the coronation of King Charles III, uh, who, of course, is now the head of state and the monarch in the United Kingdom, um, with his queen consort Camilla. Uh, He, of course, had been king ever since his mother passed away in September of last year, so it didn't mark him becoming king. It was uh, a coronation. Therefore, it seems kind of symbolic, but there were lots of uh, important uh, things attached to the symbolism of the event, including the anointing by the and the crowning by the Archbishop of Canterbury, which uh, are traditions that go well, well back um, pre-medieval um, to the beginnings of, of England um, just before uh, the year 1000. So, uh, yeah, so that's what that's what happened. And as you noted, uh, a lot of people were watching it on television and um, either uh, happy or puzzled or angry or a mixture of all three emotions about the whole affair. It's certainly fascinating to just see how it all goes, because as you were saying, lots of traditions in this go back many centuries. And so it's interesting to see all the symbolism and all the tradition all come uh, forward yet again. It's been a while, though, since we've had a coronation. I I bet a lot of people over in Britain were excited just to see one because there hasn't been one in their lifetime. Yeah, so it's been 70 years since Queen Elizabeth II was coronated in, in 1953, in June of 1953. So... For people like myself, uh, this is the first coronation um, in in their lifetime, uh, and there are obviously a lot of people who who never actually got to see one. So it it is um, historic from that perspective. Uh, even though, as you noted, a lot of the ceremony um, uh, components of the ceremony go go back um, essentially millennia. Um, there were a lot of modern touches uh, that the king wanted to bring to the coronation. So, for example, the number of uh, attendees, physical attendees in Westminster Abbey was a lot less than attended his mother's coronation. Uh, you got to see a little bit more about how kind of uh, outwardly looking modern and multicultural Britain wants to be now. Um, even again within the confines of something so ancient. Uh, so there were a number of, of touches. Uh, the one thing they ha- did have in common was the weather. Um, and, you know, Britain's got notoriously bad weather, and it rained uh, on Saturday just as it rained in uh, June of 53 as well. And you were saying that 
it's it's just a huge, huge ceremony that so many people in that country are very interested in. But also, some changes were made. How how do people feel about those changes? Is it, is it a, are people thinking it's a sign that they're improving with the times, or do some people are they disappointed that they're not sticking with tradition that's been around for years and years and years? Well, you know the the British monarchy and its various different guises. We're in the House of Windsor at the moment. There have been a variety of different houses or families, um, in branches of families in the past that have been have been monarchs, um, has survived a lot. Uh, it survived um, essentially a revolution or two revolutions in the 17th century, for example. Uh, it survived the massive change of attitudes, the rise of, of democracy and modernization in the 20th and 21st century. It survived massive dips in public opinion at various times, um, including perhaps most notably in the past quarter century with the death of uh, Princess Diana. Uh, So it's a pretty uh, durable institution, but uh, I think it's been durable because it has been flexible. And I think Charles uh, understands that, uh, wants to show that the institution is modernizing. Um, He has some disadvantages, just from a personal level, he's not nearly as popular as his mother was, and uh, that's going to take some time, perhaps, to earn that uh, broad respect and like from from the mass public. Uh, he's in his mid seventies now; it's not really sure how long he will be king. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough time, but the 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 monarchy is. Um, through Charles, particularly, I think, trying to show its modern size uh, side and its um, its sensitivity to public opinion uh, and the fact that it needs to um, play a, an important role in people's lives, but no, not one of particular political power, as you noted earlier on, obviously, that's, that power resides uh, in, the, in the, His Majesty's government. And, and, of course, the, the cabinet and the prime minister. I'm talking with Andy Taylor. He's a North Carolina state professor of political science. Talking about the coronation that happened this past weekend. We got about 30 seconds. I'm curious. We we see a lot of good coverage of the people who welcomed the coronation and just wanted to celebrate their country and the new king. Were there groups of people who were protesting it that um, were out of the fray that we didn't necessarily see? Oh, yeah. No, that, no there, there's seri- there is. There were, and there continues to be people who uh, oppose the monarchy. But they're a, they're a, min- a significant size, but they're still um, very much a minority amongst the British population. Uh, the monarchy remain still has a bedrock of support, but as I noted before, Nate, that can fluctuate um, based upon the popularity of the person who who wears the crown. And the current occupant, uh, King Charles III has a challenge because he's not quite as popular as, uh, as Elizabeth II, his mother was. And we'll see how public opinion evolves as time goes on. Andy Taylor, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Nate.